Hi angels, welcome to a brand new episode of The Many Versions of You. I'm your host, Rachel Gagliardi, and today we are coming at you live from my brand new bedroom, which I honestly feel like I moved to a city. Like, literally feel like I live in New York because I'm right near the main avenue in the town I live in and it's so loud and like hustling and bustling but in a really good and energizing way it's just such a different energy than the last place I lived in which is cool I mean I guess I do live in a small city but I meant like a you know metropolitan major city anyway today's topic that I would love to explore is creative shelf life and the idea that your creative ideas have a shelf life and an expiration date and how long do you have to act on the inspiration before it goes to the next person, the next artist, the next creator, the next creative. So I would say that the references for today are a lot of TikToks and as well as a book called Big Magic by Liz Gilbert. And I listened to some of her podcasts today, which was from 2016 and felt like it was oddly so, it felt like almost like it was outdated, but just some of it, you know, because it's like 2016 feels like it was like six versions of me ago, you know, if that's how we want to gauge time is versions of ourselves that have come and gone. But anyway, her podcast is called Magic Lessons. I listened to an episode with Cheryl Strait, an episode with Brene Brown, um, a couple other little short episodes that I just got a few little tidbits from, but the there's a few different ways I want to present the idea. So one way I saw was creative ideas are like checking out a book from the library. If you don't act on inspiration, it goes away. There's no such thing as a creative versus a non-creative person. Rather, there are people who act on inspiration and people who don't. I believe that was Brene Brown who was presenting that idea. The creative versus non-creative person. But the idea of checking out a book from the library as the visual for a creative ideas shelf life I find very visually satisfying because I can really picture this so easily and you know I love a library metaphor if you know me because I'm obsessed with books and I'm at the library constantly I was there today this morning so if ideas form in your mind constantly that's also where they can expire I also saw on TikTok, it was a comment that someone wrote that involves the metaphor of a revolving sushi bar. It's like something like the ideas are like the little revolving plates of sashimi 
the ideas find you and if you don't grab a plate it's on to the next diner for them to enjoy which I'm obsessed with of course everything about it if you know me you know my favorite food is sushi There's something I'm trying to work against right now, which is the idea of the magic wearing off. And this definitely feels like a creative block. I'm not introducing this notion today to emphasize any idea that you have to work quickly on your ideas. It's more so that Because you can renew a book from the library if we want to do that. And you can extend out your checkouts. So it's not necessarily like feeling any sort of pressure to do things quickly. It's more so about capturing them. Capture the meaningful ideas. Any thoughts that you can't finish, you have to create a placeholder. The idea of emptying your bucket, which we've talked about before, like for a brain dump with the morning pages, which comes from the artist's way. Let me know if you do or don't know what I'm talking about with all of that. But you have to empty your bucket and say, is this something to act on right now? Do I have to move on or not? And do I have to toss it? Do I have to review it or do I have to file it for later? Sometimes we have to honor other responsibilities, especially I'm coming at it from trying to balance motherhood and creativity right now in a way that feels really tense because I'm trying to work on this album. I'm trying to finally finish it. And I think, fingers crossed, by the next time I talk to you, it will be. Or will at least hopefully be mostly there again. So, yeah, I'm trying to balance right now. I've been working on this album what feels like an extended period of time and it feels like this expiration date is nearing and I don't want that to get into my way. There's so many reasons to have creative blocks. Trauma, stress, avoiding the vulnerability. Self-doubt, fear, perfectionism, comparison, creating without passion. A lot of these, I believe, can be rooted in past versions of ourselves to center it back to the main theme of my pod, the versions of you, the many versions of you. Because I feel like if you want to explore the reason that you're having the creative block, It's usually coming from an emotional or a physical or a situational block. And you have to sort of explain and explore to yourself why the block is presenting itself. I definitely want to do an episode on creative blocks, but I'm going to keep today's episode fairly short because like I mentioned in the last week's cozy little episode, I've just moved and I've got a lot on my plate, especially with trying to work on focusing on this album. So... You know, as a multi-potentially, I'm balancing a lot of different things, so, which is good. I'm trying to remember that looking around at a house that is messy means that 
there's a life being lived, you know, and it's, I'm grateful for that. So anyway, there's, I feel like it's either that your creative blocks are in, rooted in the past versions of yourself or feeling disconnected from the current version of yourself. And there's some creative exercises that I've come up with, some homework assignment if you would like to join me in it, um, about how we can sort of step away from that, which one of them involves writing a permission slip to a past version of you to forgive, excuse, release the feelings of shame around whatever is blocking you. So you need to forgive the past version of yourself the way you would forgive a loved one. You know, like be really honest and authentic with yourself. This could be just like you get you get a little notebook, you get a little paper, you sit down and you write, I'm giving myself permission to release this past version of myself because it no longer serves me. It's no longer serving me a purpose, X, Y, Z, whatever it is, fill in the blanks. But, and like literally do this, write this. And I think it could be a nice little visual exercise. I got this idea from one of the episodes that Liz Gilbert was she herself mentioned it and I think it was a really she didn't mention to do it for yourself she she mentioned she would do it for someone else a caller because it's like a sort of like a hotline kind of like energy of people call in about creative blocks and she gives them tools to put in their arsenal to solve these creative dilemmas And I liked that a lot, the permission slip. So you could also sort of like give yourself permission to be a new version of yourself. If you're kind of stuck in an old version, you're not even at the level where you see it as a past version, you see it as a present version. Permission slip to your present self. Permission slip to fill in the blank with your name. Like permission slip to Rachel Gagliardi to release herself from the past perfectionist version of her because of me, of whatever, of she, who knows, of we. I love this like weird creative exercise I'm trying to do out loud, which is kind of trippy. But going into this album, I've had so much self-doubt in the past that was rooted in perfectionism especially with music it feels like the idea of like the creative imposter syndrome like oh who am I to even create when I'm comparing myself to all these like people that have inspired me for so long like Jenny Lewis or Stevie Nicks or Courtney Love or Patti Smith or Lana Del Rey or whoever I love to sort of give myself a little permission slip this week to 
be excused from that perfectionist version of myself and to not bring that energy into the recording I'm doing this weekend. So instead of allowing the ideas to expire, don't be afraid of collaboration. Don't be so proud that you don't want to bring others into the equation. You can always recruit a little team of trusted creative advisors, hired helpers that can help you complete the creative project at hand because it's better to be trying than staying stuck in the pride phase and thinking that you can do it all yourself. I've definitely been there and with this album it's been such a nice exercise in a creative collaboration which is a struggle for me I'll definitely be honest I've definitely been uh known to struggle creatively when it comes to working in groups in the past and it was really nice to sort of you know recognize that I needed to bring a lot of the hands on deck to bring it to reality and even with all those hands on deck it still feels like an impossible feat so you know it's not a badge of honor to try and do everything on your own and you need to realize when you're feeling like you're acting out of self-abandonment or art abandonment like oh I'm just gonna like ignore this because you know I don't deserve it or I don't have the capacity for it because I'm not good enough for it or whatever if you have a burning need a calling you need to acknowledge the ideas while the spark is initially ignited still but that doesn't mean it always looks like the way you thought it would and you need to let the process organically unfold and allow the evolution of not only the project but the evolution of you allow it to be an evolved version of yourself that is left standing at the end of the creative idea being brought to completion you know there was another metaphor kind of like the sushi revolving sushi bar this one's kind of uh thinking about taking off on a creative journey is like getting onto the highway or the freeway for my cali babies the minute that you start asking questions like will this sell is this serious enough is this what my audience is expecting from me all of those are exit ramps off the highway that you need to be on love this visual this is also from liz gilbert Be curious about the work that is calling you to make it because if you're doing that creative work, then you're on the right highway and life is a highway, baby. So you got to ride it (laughs) all night long. Anything else is a departure off of that. So stay away from those exit ramps. I love that. So don't get ahead of yourself in the creative process you know, the idea of this expiration date, this shelf life, like I mentioned at the beginning, like you can always maybe 
renew the book, renew the idea. Like I started recording the album, I believe in June. I revisited the project in August. It is currently November and I'm still working on it, but I have been putting energy towards it and I do have the balance of having to figure out how to balance my creative passions with my role as a mother. Hold on, my dog's barking. So there's definitely a lot of different overlaps with some of the themes, like balancing your creative passions on a daily basis, especially in motherhood, is a huge episode in itself. So I'm I'm not going to deep dive into that right now, but it's, I did get some really good advice from one of the episodes. It was Cheryl Strayed. The name of the episode was Pursue Your Passions Like a Mofo was her advice for mothers, which I love that. Like you do need this like delusional, intense drive to be there when you're trying to balance anything as a mom, but especially creative pursuits and passions as a mom because it's very hard to carve out the headspace, the time, the energy, the physical space, the energetic space to sort of just like sit down and work on something that is a creative project when especially when your kid is either, you know, young or needy, like if they're still breastfeeding or like physically needy, I mean, and or disabled or special needs. I mean, it's there's so many different reasons why, you know, you could totally be triggered by what I'm saying where you're like, I don't have the resources to work on my creative passions in my current stage of motherhood, which is totally valid, of course, but I think it's less about don't try so hard. You need to just allow. You need the freedom in your head to escape into these creative passions because that helps keep igniting your soul, you know. And the episode with Brene Brown especially was about creativity as a vessel for soul work and I would love to sort of get way more into that and the spirituality around sitting down in an intentional way to be creative especially like for me that means like to sit down and write sit to sit down and play guitar to sit down and analyze lyrics and themes to write in my journal daily like these kind of exercises or whatever they allow me to tap into that version of myself that is a songwriter and that is a entertainer and a person who's interested in self-expression and there was the, uh, the other thing from the Cheryl Strait episode that I really liked, which I can link the episode um, 
on my Instagram or whatever, I've been trying to do that sort of like share cute content. So please follow along at the many versions of you on Instagram. Anyway, Cheryl Strayed, which she wrote the book Wild and has her Dear Sugar podcast. And she's like a fantastic, you know, example of a successful writer and mother and she referred to it as the essential threads of her so the essential versions of you is what I wrote down one version of your identity does not need to move aside for another version you need to learn how to hold both and honor both which I feel like how this relates back to the shelf life notion is sort of like That's why you can't be strict on yourself with a deadline. There's no shame around, oh, I didn't, you know, bring this idea to fruition as quickly as I could have. It's more so just, you know, immersing yourself in your creative projects fully. She referred to it as intellectually, spiritually, and emotionally when the time is right. So... Just sort of knowing what the expiration date is of any given creative project. And they can, of course, totally vary. Like maybe one is like one day and maybe one is like 10 years, you know. Like I've obviously been working on this album longer than just June to October. I've been working on this literally. It's years in the making. So, you know. What I said, I think, earlier was about capturing the essence of the creative idea, the placeholder. You do that as quickly as possible in as much vivid detail as possible as early into the project that you can. If you leave yourself sort of like detailed notes, I wrote down to come back to, it will be so much easier for you to revisit that exact headspace that you were in when you were first getting and downloading that creative idea. You know, it's like the idea of like when you get really good ideas in the shower, it's because your sort of brain is in that like whatever flow state, you're not thinking about it, you're being whatever, practicing true mindfulness, zoning out kind of thing. And or when you have a really good idea late at night, in the middle of the night, and you like don't grab a notebook or your phone, your notes app, and you wake up and you you it's it's evaporated, you know. So sometimes it really does call you to be present in that moment and put on that artist hat, that creative hat, whatever. Step into that creative version of yourself and. Put whatever else is immediately in front of you on a pause. No matter how important or dire it seems like it is, I'm just saying a quick jot down of it. It could be a one-word little thing. It could be maybe even a voice memo to yourself. But um, I saw, of course, on TikTok, this, I think this will be where I end the episode because it's starting to get dark here and late and I've got some other things I gotta do so anyway I saw a really cute TikTok I will definitely be linking this cutie she had a she probably saw the the same TikTok that I saw about this like creative expiration date thing so she had a whiteboard on her wall 
And she, with little dry erase markers, she physically drew a bookshelf and she wrote down the ideas on the books that she could visually see and organize them by topic. Little visualization of checking out your creative ideas, which I love this. Even if it's just something so quick, like, you know, it doesn't even have to be very tangible. It's more so just like, oh, yeah, that quick little thing that I had that I need to write down. If you have somewhere to put it and the idea of like, oh, I wrote that down, that that little, you know, on the whiteboard, that little dry erase marker book has been there for three months. Like, am I erasing it or am I bringing it down to the shelf, like let's like take it to the next step. So that's a cute little visualization, what am I trying to say? Visualization, oh my god, visualization for my visual learners to try. Anyway, you guys. Let's keep it short this week. I've got a lot of other versions of me I've got to go inhabit. So thank you so much for listening. I have so many ideas for episodes. And now that I've moved and I'm almost finished this creative project at hand, I'm going to be able to super deep dive into this and get some interviews going. And I would love if you guys wanted to rate, review, subscribe, or DM me any comments, any feedback, I really would appreciate it. So I love you guys. I'm so glad you're listening. I It really does mean a lot to me to do this, just to sit down and connect with this version of myself, which is, like I said, sort of like one of my favorites, this solo version of myself. And I hope you are having a great day enjoying the current version of you, the present version that is such a great version of you you're doing a good job so I love you let me know if this episode was too loud I'm gonna have to find a place to record but my house is not quiet so wish me luck love y'all bye